the first movie we're talking about now that we're live is Prisoners of the Ghostland. Oh, we're going to start there? I, I can't even shut. I got to go. Oh, my God. Look at that. It's going to yeah. green out all the. <laughs> a good thing, too, because none of that happens in the movie. That's all right. I was wearing my Michigan State shirt, and I was like, oh, I can't. I was a little floating headish. I had to go change. So, oh, intros. We do have to play these long ones. I'm sorry. That's the only ones I got. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the B-movie battle sanctioned by the government of Wonderland. Swear words of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the show. All other swear words are restricted. Wonderland officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the show and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for one continuous hour. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until the review concludes. Blessed be our Wonderland leaders in America, a nation reborn. B-movie battle is now in effect. Hello, citizens. Welcome to Nick Cage Cast. I'm glad you felt comfortable to bring that intro back. Yeah, well, only for this show. Yeah, there you go. We're just going to leave it on this one. That's fine. Today's episode, Prisoners of the Ghostland, which I can't fully show on here because there's so much green on it. Well, you can't fully show it because uh, it should be a crime to show it. it. Okay, I just read the synopsis on IMDb right now for the first time. Is this the movie we watched? Okay, ready? Yeah, tell me, please. Okay, just sat through the whole thing a a couple hours ago. And it says, A notorious criminal must break an evil curse in order to rescue an an abducted girl who has mysteriously disappeared. I have so many questions in that sentence right there. Let me just start with the first one. A notorious criminal? I mean, he's a criminal. Kinda. He's notorious, but not really. He did one crime. Well, he just robbed the bank in Governor Land. Must break an evil curse? There was no, an evil I don't, curse I don't, in this movie? Well, I think they allude to it in the movie, but it makes no sense, so yes. I was seeing if my green on my arm was going to Ew, that's <laughs> infected. <laughs> you got problems. Right. Um, and, a, and then I love this last sentence where they answer the question and then raise the question right here. An abducted girl who's mysteriously disappeared. Is she abducted or did she mysteriously disappear? Well, here's the problem. She ran away. So it was neither of those things. Well, I guess technically when she was a child, she was abducted. And she's she, her disappearance is a mystery to uh, Bill Mosley's character. Because she ran away. Yes. But he anyway, all around, that? that's not what we watched. That is not the movie at all. But sure, go for it. No, the, the poster and the synopsis make are a totally different movie. That poster is the movie I want to watch. Not the movie one. that I saw was not what I wanted to watch. Yeah. Yeah, the, the one in the background, yeah. I, I call this, like, the most beautiful movie I don't give a shit about. Everything's gorgeous in it, honestly. Like, Sure. Like, it's cool looking. Visually, it, it's a cool looking movie. It, just, it proves to me that anybody can make a movie. Like, if you had all that shit, you're just like, hey, hey, uh. Hey, man, we got those dusters you wanted for that, that, that short you want to do for the Western. Yeah, let's keep them. I want to put in this movie. Oh, okay. Hey, I got that, that Boss Hoss outfit, but it's four sizes too small. <laughs> so we got to get Bill Mosley to fit in it. We need one of the thinnest men. Bill Mosley. He's not very terrifying. Maybe that'll be the joke. He's not very interesting either. I like Bill Mosley. And that scene where they say tick tock tick tock, I'm about ready to uh, oh my god uh, hit myself in the head with a brick because I couldn't take it anymore. So this director, uh, <laughs> Sion Sono, too bad he didn't die of that heart attack <laughs> from Japan, and 
He directed a movie I do like called Suicide Club from back in 2001. It's it's fucked up. It's like this weird world where it's back in that weird two thousand early two thousands Japanese movie where they're all super violent. Mm. And like uh it was it was Japan getting their uh teenage phase in a weird way. Mm. Like everything is it was like uh, the Tarantino phase just a little too late. It took a while to get over there, I guess. But was that the Takashi McKay era? Takashi Mike. <laughs> Takashi Mikey. Takashi six nine. No, that's someone else. Takashi McKay. No, but it's Suicide Club is like all these kids have a pack to kill themselves and they all do it. And so it's just a whole movie of groups of kids walking up to buildings or and jumping off or like jumping in front of trains. And shit. I, think I, yeah, I think I heard of it. I just never saw up. it. But uh, he also did a movie called Anti Porno, which is just awful. Anti Porno. Anti Porno in 2016. Is it about anti porno or is that just a fake title? I don't. You never saw I it? I do not know. Oh, we got a comment already on the live stream. That's uh, Fun, another. Uh, another... FYI. Ukrainian bot right there. Yeah, they love us. Don't invade me, please. Okay. The reason I bring up the director right now is because I started to watch the behind the scenes on the on the Blu-ray. Oh, Christ. And it was nothing because it was only eight minutes. I'm like, fuck it. I watched about three of it because all they're doing is going, that director's like Sono is is so visually interesting. And Nick Cage is like, he wrote in like so much drama and and character development. I'm like, did was there a whole other movie that they cut out of the movie I watched? Because I got no character development. I yeah. got nothing. I, I, I couldn't even... T- I, this was an infuriating watch. I hated it. I hated the movie. Yeah. In a way that I, told I haven't you. something in a while. I, I told you. <laughs> and Cage is the worst part of the movie. Oh, he's horrible. Everything else is better than Cage's in this movie. Yeah, he's just there. He's just there. His ball gets blown up, and he pulls it out. I will karate chop you! <laughs> I did laugh when he said that. Well, I laughed, too. I laughed when his ball blew off, because that was just funny. He goes, ay! Oh! Did you have that clip? Do you please, do you have that clip? I can I can play it. Because that I, I think people don't understand how awful... Like that. That's the whole... That's the movie in a microcosm is him having his testicle blown off. I feel like that's what the audience is going through. Well, let's set up why his ball gets blown off. Well, because they're ripping off uh, uh, Escape from New York. They're not ripping off anything. What are you talking about? They're ripping off everything. Well, let's see what you did there. Let's just say that I was gathering clips beforehand and and let's let's play those. But I just want to say he robbed a bank in the beginning. Uh, and it's clear that his the guy he robbed the bank with shot all these people. That's very yes. obvious from the beginning. And then Nick Cassavetes. Oh my God, was that him? That was Nick Cassavetes. I didn't even recognize him. That's why he had. I think he had makeup. I hope he looks very different. He looks bad, but that has to be makeup. Like, we talked no about way. him being in this. And, yeah, and I didn't even think about it. Until that's now. that's the only character he could be. That's Nick Cassavetes. No. Yeah, oh he, he's psycho. He that's the character's name was psycho. Yeah, that's him. No, no. Wow. And he's also eight feet tall because there's that scene where he's towering <laughs> over Nick Cage. And I assume that he's yeah, that's that's a joke. Like that's that's just and I guess that's the cursed part because he tells him, Hey man, I'll let you go. You killed children, you killed too many kids. Yeah, we had I fun don't... though. That's right, we did. Which is just your psycho. That's my okay. name. Let's focus. Sorry. He gets he robs the bank. It cuts to later. I didn't realize it was 15, 20 years later. That was that's the big huh? He looks the exact same. Yes, exactly. He's in a prison in in like su- uh, sumo underwear. Yes. He that gets taken is, out. Yes. All these people, all these weirdos in the street are like, <laughs> show me your balls. And he kicks yeah. the ball at her. And I was like, how? How great was the first guy that saws him? Fuck you, motherfucker! Cocksucking motherfucker! That's right, cocksucking motherfucker! He's doing it for real. He's doing an American accent, though. Yeah. He's trying. It's hilarious. I was like, that's when I knew this movie was bad. Yeah. That's that moment where I'm just like, oh, Christ, no. But it never gets bad in a fun way. No, it's just okay. boring. The plot starts. Oh, there's also a scene where Sofia Patella and a couple other girls escape some whorehouse. Well, sure, yeah. It, it's, then, it's the street that they're on. It's yeah. the main street of the set. 
Yes. That They're were on this they we- used that, weird, wacky street. They used that all the movie. They built. They really felt proud about that set. And God we're, bless them. We're going to use that fucking oh. set, God damn it. We built it. We're going to use it every angle. If you build it, Cage will come. <laughs> he will come. Uh, not after he moves the ball. But anyway. I lost so, Jessica in this movie. They uh, they decide. Uh, uh, sorry. Bill Mosley decides he's going to get Cage. Put him in like a weird bodysuit thing that has bombs everywhere. And you're going to go get Sophia Patella because I love her. You go get her. And it's a rubber suit, by the way. Yeah. And I he makes a, a point to say, I love rubber. I have like, a clip what? right here for it. Of that scene. Two microscopic capsules lodged in your arteries. They're already starting to dissolve. In 22 hours, the cores will completely dissolve. Inside the cores are a heat-sensing charge. Not a large explosive, about the size of a pinhead. Just big enough to open up both your arteries. Sorry, wrong clip. That's a, that's a better explanation. I think it's this reason one. for the movie. It's gotta be this one. Which one of you assholes gets to die trying to stick me? You don't understand. It's already in you. Your countdown clock is now activated. Designer viruses, Bliskin, wave of the future. Right now, you've got less than 10 hours to live. It's already moving through your bloodstream. Bitch, hey. she's quick, doesn't she? <laughs> it's weird. Uh, oh, it must be this one. You attempt to remove or alter in any way this magnificent wardrobe. Well, I think you get the idea, son. What is this? Each bulb on that colorful display indicates the passing of 24 hours. At the conclusion of three days, the niece must speak her name into the spectrogram's microphone. Oh, sorry. I don't like rewatching scenes from that movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> this keeps going. It's like PTSD. It's like, oh, God, no. And here's the thing we can do. And then the rest of the movie happens, and it's all weirdos and Cage passing out and all the time. I lost track of how many times he fell over, passed out. I can't remember. It's like seven or eight. Well, I think the best part of the movie is what happens literally two minutes after that moment where he gets in the car, stops the car, and rides the bicycle out of town, which there's no fucking point because the guy drives the car to him anyway and he gets in it. There's no reason for it, and it's stupid, but it's so awkward. You're like, what what, what is this? Why? Why is this here? It's so stupid. Like, Can can we watch that scene? Can we put that on There's so many things where you're like, was that a joke? It's like I genuinely didn't know. Is this a a mistranslation between Japanese writing written script and English? Well, here's a scene I have up here. Let's just, I just want to show it before I move on. I'll have to rewind. Oh, this scene. There's a scene where the the people live in a junkyard and then they have to stop a clock from moving because otherwise it'll make the van blow up again or something. Whatever the fuck they're doing. And then they're telling a story of what happened. It's like a prison truck hit some something with waste in it, and it turned everyone radioactive. And yes. Is that the whole world? Is it just this little area? I no, don't it's, just, it's just the ghost land, because this is the ghost land. And they're all prisoners of the ghost land, because Psycho, Nick Cassavetes, Nick Cage's partner, is the guy that was in the tri- prison bus, yeah. and he's kind of the leader of the weirdos. I guess because we see that later, and then Nick Cage basically says, "You can go go away now," and he says, "Okay," and then he just disappears, and that's the end of the curse for everybody in Ghostland. If you want what story done better, watch Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, watch Mad Max Fury Road. Just don't watch anything Nick Cage ever does from now on. Well, then you miss out on Pig. Well, that again. That's the one in every five year performance. Yes. Yeah. So it's 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 a tricky, tricky thing. And it says in the front, a quote from Nick Cage, the wildest movie I've ever made. That's a lie. <laughs> the movie itself is, is pretty wild. Like visually, the story is boring. <laughs> what story? Boring. But it's, the worst part is 
like they have that whole moment where, because you say like he, 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 the, the only reason we know he was in prison for twenty years is because Sophia Batella has a has a scar on her thigh, and he realizes that's the scar caused by his bullet in the robbery that he got arrested for when she was a little girl, and they yeah. killed her mom who was taking her out that day for shopping in the horse street. And oh, here's, this is, see, this is the best part of the movie right here. And uh, that's the only way we know it's been 20 years or whatever. Yes. Other than that, there's they, no, no, I thought way. it was like a, four days later. Yeah. I had no clue because they don't tell you. No, nothing. This movie's told to you. It's all, you're supposed to interpret everything. I mean, again, it's, Show don't tell, which I'm fine with. But this is like you got to tell us something. Well, the thing with the show don't tell is when he saw Sophia Botella and then he passes out because his ball gets blown off, and he, he has that dream where she gets shot in the leg, and Bill Mosley in the in the flashback is stroking her hair. I go, oh, that's Sophia Botella. Yeah, I got it. Second one, and then it cuts to him, and he's like, "It's me. I did this to you. I'm so sorry." And I'm like, I. Oh, and then they say it twice more. They show the flashback, and I'm like, I yeah. already got it. Like, yeah, right. For once, you don't need to do this movie. I don't need oh, to man. know what's going on. Spend Why more time Tell me what the fuck uh, Nick Cassavetti's character is, because I don't get that at all. Uh, that one's, yeah, left field, nutville. I don't know what's going on. It's the Purge meets Mad Max. That's what the movie felt like. Is that a blow-up doll on her knees on a fridge? No, it's a mannequin. Well, close. <laughs> this is the best part of the movie. He gives him this car to go find Sophia Batella, and he immediately gets in. I want to get one of those barber poles. And this guy, no, no point to that character. I want to talk extensively about that character. Yeah. There's Charlie right Day. Here. There's Charlie yeah. Day. <laughs> this guy's singing and, and speaking in Japanese. Oh. It's so weird. Do you think All he's right. a guy that teaches English in Japan? That's how they got him? Probably. He's one of those weirdos. Like my brother who found his family and life there. <laughs> there. There it is. No point. And they all like cheer him. Wait! You cheap villainous maggot! They're doing a cross between Japan... Samurai, like feudal Japan, and cowboys, which has been done. Yeah. What's that? Something Western Django. Well, yeah, because you have what weird the 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 weird or the the good, the bad, and the weird. That's one of them. And then I think there's another, but this one has the Josh Hartnett in it, and I think Kate Bosworth was in it, and. Um, I think it's not not a bad movie. I I don't see it. I never saw it, but I heard about it. Sukiyaki Western Django. That's another one. That's one. That's the one. The first one that comes to my mind. There's a few of them. I think Cowboy Bebop, in a way, is kind of yeah. it's anime, but it counts. Well, they're main movies about it. John Chosen in it now. But yeah, it's it's a, and I get the fact that like Western movies were kind of the Kira Kurosawa samurai movies they just literally remade them for uh fistful of dollars and and, and right Sanjiro and the yojimbo you know, and it's all remakes yes but to go back the other way and bring the cowboy life to japan is just confusing to me it's very strange it's like if french cinema got really like big in the eskimos and suddenly they had, they had eskimos in france and you're like what hi i'm sorry i can't use that term anymore it's Inuit, please. It's like, oh, I can't figure out how Mexican music has the accordion. It's like, why the well, German uh, instrument? Because uh, there's German Mexicans. I know, but... They all escaped during World War II. All of their music. It's all the Nazis so came to Mexico and brought their instruments over, and they loved it. So they were bizarre. like, listen, uh, senor, you killed all the Jews, but your music is just lovely. They can't let you go. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Pedro. If you just stay, uh, you go to place without any Jews. They nailed it. Mexico and South America. 
But I digress. Where are we with the plot? Oh, he get he he get he. Sorry, the the character who has. I want. I don't want to say negative character development. I would say he is a flat line. But everything else surrounding him is telling, informing what his character development should be. That character who brings him the car. Yeah. He's working for the governor, Bill Mosley's character, who runs everything. He works for him. There's a scene where his sister is in the brothel and she's like, you're only working for him so he'll let me go, but he's never going to let me go. So why are you working for him? And he's like, you can yeah. tell he's like thoughtful in that scene. And then he still, still fights Nick Cage later and gets killed. And it's like, what was any of that? Why do this have him be a bad guy? I don't. Oh, but, then I don't he, get but, it. Then he, but then he kills everybody that attacks Nick Cage, though. That's because Nick Cage made him. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, well, his sword hit the other guy. Well, no, no, no. But even before that, he kills random people who are just in town trying to, you know, screw with the whores. He's like the enforcer, and he they have that random scene from a samurai movie in a western whorehouse, and it's just like, huh. And it's not even that gory. That's the other part. Like usually these movies are so super gory. This one tries to be, and there's moments where like they go, Shah! and there's like a bag, a white canvas, and he goes, Shh! Yeah. And he's like, Oh, that's it. It's just like that's boring. There's that it's scene just, in the it's end so where lazy. Sophia Batella cuts the guy's head, his yeah. throat, and it's yeah. like coming out of here. I'm like, Right, yeah, yeah. It's like, eh. Why? But they spent all their money on this shit, like. Yeah. First, first thing he sees when he leaves uh, Bill Mosley is this. Yeah. And there's all these people. And then he sees uh, the rat people. He sees Nick Cassavetes and he tries to run into him and he crashes and he gets taken to the trash people who are the rat, the, uh, rat Man. Rat Man and the Rat People. Great band. But do they not sound like they're trying to sound like the uh, bullies from Back to the Future Part 2? Yes and they no. all sound like this. Yeah, so well they also sound like they sound like the wheelers from Return to Oz. That's kind of like a mixture. So I'm kind of wondering if that's what they're going for. Like this wacky it's just like okay. You just remind me of the back to the future too. It, no, you're not wrong. You know something? You people are all fucking nuts. What brings you okay? He's not even delivering. That's such a lazy delivery. Yes. He's just boring. It's like it's like when we watched the stand and and Randall Flagg was boring. This is Nick Cage being Randall Flagg boring. Yes, I, I guess all of my questions are, are in this shot right here. Okay, who is this guy? I don't know. Why does he <laughs> have so many lines of dialogue? I, I don't know. Um, and then one of these. Rat Man is somewhere. He must be off screen by now. Uh, he's off screen, yeah. He just ran away. And then there's <gasps> this lady who like runs this theater program they have yeah. here. She's she's in the, the uh island of Dr. Moreau cosplayers. <laughs> yeah. They're all up dressed here, up as Marlon Brando. I think is there his legs right here because I don't see him in the shot. But he runs the clock program, like right. turn him on. And then oh, I have a scene of that guy where he's because the theory is if the clock stops... Time ends or something. Time ends because it'll yeah. blow up. Right. But it's like this weird religious cult. It felt like. Turns out it was real because the clock blew up and the model fell over. So I don't <laughs> the know. set blow up, blew yeah. up real good. Yeah, it blew up. Yeah. But I have a scene here of that guy screaming out on the steps about what they're doing. Let me play that right now. Shit, sorry. We're getting, you're just clip you clip uh savvy today. We're gonna get in trouble. None of this is gonna air. It, shit keeps adding, I don't know. Things keep popping up. It's like a oh I put a I put a reference filter on my clips, and I think it's just oh. pulling because Whatever very, that looks like. They're very well done. They're very yeah. to the point. Yeah. Very, pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> that's why I was oh. a, a teeny bit late. Oh, okay. Rambling. That's good. Good, good, good for the show. Yeah, yeah. 
Not for the oh, lawsuit. Oh, the impending of, lawsuits. Here's another clip that is referenced to what you just said. I want you to fuck me, Larry. Hey, she's bad. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Very good. This is... It's funny you mentioned the stand because I was going to say earlier, it feels like this world is trying to be a Mad Max. Unfortunately, it's in the stand 2020. Yeah. Dystopian future slash apocalyptic future, whatever you want to call it. Mm. So it's boring and weird and doesn't tie together. No. But you see what I mean? Like, it's visually interesting. Like, we we cut to yeah. any... Like, I'll fast forward to here. Uh, no. Like, <laughs> what yeah. the fuck is this? He's sure. And then, and then, the, and then the, the, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's interesting, but again, it's like anybody can make a movie. This is what this movie taught me. If you got wacky stuff in the background yeah. and a big set and you just put the camera anywhere, it's just, it's going to work and people are going to be fans of it because it's just so, it's so weird and different, even though it sucks. It feels like he wrote down, he, he gave his child a journal and he would go into his morning, into his bedroom every night or in the morning and go, all right, what did you dream about? Fucking trash men with like barbed wire wings. Okay, cool. Yeah. Fuck they have to yeah, pull yeah. the clock, otherwise, time yeah. moves. Okay, yeah. And he's just like filming it. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. And none of it makes any sense. It's it's visually interesting looking, but it's basically moving art. But the problem is it's a movie. You have to have a story that I give a shit about or well, I can follow. Right. It's just the basic, basic, basic plot. Well, I mean, it does have a basic plot, but that's but that's as far as it, well, the only plot in this movie is you're Nick Cage, you're going to go find this girl that ran away, and that's the plot. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else is even makes any sense. Oh, there you go. Scene. This part, yeah, this Where was annoying. Sophia Batella. He goes here. She lost her voice. He, this stupid fucking hipster dude, put these mannequin parts over no. their faces because they're no. trying to hide there, and he peels them off and finds her, puts her on a wheelbarrow. <laughs> takes her out i just i just don't i just don't know Ugh. kiss of the dick ghost line yeah. oh both the movies that we're doing yeah right. yes i did i put both movies together <laughs> just to save on time i wish you to say kiss of the dick kiss of the dick <laughs> you need to have an acronym kiss of the dick ktk i like that or ktd that's in our next episode. Yeah, sorry. Spoiler right alert. after this in the live stream, we're talking about Kiss of Death. It'll be yes. on the next video. Much better movie. <laughs> much better bad. movie. Even with David Caruso's stench. We'll but talk about is, that. This is what David Caruso should have done in life is a movie like this. And Nick Cage should have been doing like Marvel movies. Thank or, you, uh, Lucia Carnet, <laughs> for that, that insight that I don't know what it means. We got fans. Can't understand what they're saying, but yeah. come on to all of our fans. I want you to fuck me. I want you to fuck me. Oh, this movie, this movie. <laughs> oh my god, this movie. I I'm at a loss for words, but at the same time, I want to say so much, and I'm trying to <sighs> figure out the 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 accurate amount I should say, and. <sighs> I I watched this late at night. It was like ten o'clock when I I think it was about nine ten o'clock when I started watching. It. I was just like, you know what? If I stop and go to sleep, I'll never put this movie back on. So I'm <laughs> going to finish it and just watch it. Go to the end. It's only ninety minutes. I can do it, and it's What's barely that? that. I think it's only like eighty five. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it felt. Yeah, it wasn't that. I mean, it, it felt longer. One hundred two. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. But, yeah, no, it's just, I don't know. It's one of those disappointments because you think, oh, yeah, it's going to be so much fun. You know, he's it's Nick Cage being crazy Nick Cage. Like <clears throat> like Mandy. It's Mandy Cage. Ooh. And then it's fucking, what? Stop it. Stop it, Zoto. <laughs> You're not real. Stop it. All these Russian bots. These Russian bots. Stop. It's, it's an attempt to do Mandy again. But the problem is Mandy was super interesting and <laughs> very well done. Yes. And Cage wasn't crazy Cage for most of it. He had no. a character. Right. Paired. And yeah. then he went crazy in a couple scenes. No. 
problem with this movie, it's it's the neither here nor there effect of Nick Cage. Yes. Same thing with Willy Wonderland. Yes. They, they premise this crazy script with crazy things happening and crazy visuals, and Cage is going to be crazy. Willy's Wonderland, he did not speak. He beat up robots and didn't act, he didn't emote at all. Yeah. And then he just drove out of the fucking movie, never to be seen again. <clears throat> and this one, he he's doing he wants to be Snake Plissken in the beginning. Yes. He's trying to do the dialogue and he's trying to be like a I'm a quirky dude. And none of it ties together. And the rest of the movie doesn't have any meaningful lines or any shared scenes that had a cape. Did he even talk to Sophia Batella again in the rest of the movie? Not really, because she they separate and they never get back together because she's in her own oh, movie very at that end. point. Yeah, it's like but she's I don't in her think own movie. Says anything there? No, no, but because she says because they blow up and then she goes and tries to talk in the the voice box thing and she's going, "I'm Valet, whatever her name was. What's her name? Valerie or what was it? Bernice. Bernice. Yes. Ah, uh, my name is Bernice." Ah, we can't read you. We can't read you. My name is Bernie. Like she said, they make a point. She has to find her voice. She lost her voice. She doesn't want to be who she was. And it's just like, okay, fuck you. This movie sucks. It's so annoying. Nick Cassavetes. See, so different. Yeah, I mean, he looks bad. It's just, it's that makeup, though. It's got to be makeup. It's got to be. Because his eyes are too dark. It's like yeah. he's got heavy eye makeup on. It's Look how just... dark it is out here than how bright it is in this bank. <laughs> this is a different set. Bank City. He got the blue fur bank in Bank City. It's my I... city, Bill Mosley. When they do the visuals in the beginning and everything is one solid color and then they're all like Orange. There's no shades of orange. Just orange, right. yellow, blue, red, green, and it's it's annoying to look at. It reminds me of a uh, Ed, Ed Wood, or sorry, not Ed Wood, <laughs> Edward Scissorhands, the other one with Ed, where the houses you're, are you're you know, not far off. You're like, ah, it'd be weird if it reminded me of Ed Wood, the movie in black and white. No, I mean just Ed Wood in general, just any of his movies. Plan uh, prisoners of Ghostland. Oh yes, you must go to the prisoners of Ghostland and find Bernice. I've lost her, and he's reading the script basically. The Rams are headed to the Super Bowl. Rams and Bengals. Fun. Sorry, my earphones detached. Rams and Bengals Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, is it over? Did Rams win? Yeah. Oh, they did win. I just got them. I just got a notification. Oh shit! So 49ers blew it. There goes the NFL's uh, idea of having that 40 year anniversary game. Yeah, I think more people will probably watch this one though because the Rams are pretty big and and they're sick. playing in LA. That's so yeah. unfair to the Bengals who already have like this insane uphill battle. Yeah. Well, that means that they'll probably win. It's fucked up that there's more drama in the three seconds of, of football that we talked right there than there's yeah. this entire 102-minute movie. Yeah. Uh, That's just how it works sometimes. It's so fucking other, awful. <laughs> other than the visuals and the music wasn't bad, music's fine. I couldn't even tell you what the music I couldn't It's just even a lot of, like, uh, you know, Western music. Ah, Sure. But it's it's fine. It's not great. I wasn't blown away, but I was like, it's fine. It's passable. But like literally anything else, I couldn't stand. Yeah. I, I just wanted it to be over. And yeah. I can't believe how long it is, how long it feels. It's a long time to not know what's happening is the problem. And then the worst part is like toward the end of the movie, and I, I still don't know how that happened. Does Nick Cage, he blow his arm blows off. And then he has a sword in his arm instead of he has a sword arm. Yes, that comes out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, did he grow it? Is that was that a thing? Or because at no. that point I didn't question anything okay. anymore. I just was like, fuck it, whatever. This movie. So at this point, his ball has blown out. We still need to see would, that, which he would have blood to death. Yes, his he arm is blown up because they attack him and he starts to punch people, which is apparently one of them's a woman. 
and so his arm blows up. But no, it's like, he I think he punches Bernice accidentally. No, oh. that's because it, it like doesn't it, blow know. up like his arms off. It just no. like, severs some. Like it would be enough to damage it forever. Right. So, but then he bandages it, and then when he does his, out of nowhere, he's suddenly just like, "We gotta go fight the governor." Who's with me? And you're like, "Why is this the movie now? This was not set up at all." I remember you start this calling one. him hero, and I'm like, "He's a hero just because he didn't die." Yeah. It's well, so this is dumb. is this before or after he defeated Nick Cassavetes in that weird standoff where it was like he sends the ghost, the the, the weird cursed. So he, he's a hero because he sent Nick Cassavetes away. Look at that! That there it is. There's there he is. And that okay. that that helmet is so silly. So I guess it's before. Yeah. So why are they calling him hero if before anything happens? I didn't understand anything that with Nick Cassavetes' character. Not, no not one thing other than he was on that prison bus. That's all I understood. Other than that, he just seemed like a random person from The Purge that showed up. Yeah. I, I didn't get it. Well, and it, I don't want to. bad movie. Here's the it's sad not, thing. It's I not think, even a fun bad movie. I think it would be better on second viewing, but that'll never happen. No, yeah, no. I, I no, can see my you. because I'm going to understand more, and therefore I'll be like, oh, okay. I bet you fifty dollars it does not happen. Oh, I already said I'm not going to watch it. It's going to be a no. Wild. I know, I know, but I, I bet you you're going to watch it two years later, and you're going to have the same problems. Like, what the fuck? Why did I watch it again? Well, you know how you, you watch anything, and you're like the first time you're like impatient because you're like, where's this going? Where's this going? And the second time you watch it, you're like, oh, okay, that's where. Now I'm not just going. Where's this? It's already answered. I already know. I can no. I can enjoy pick apart little things more. Not this movie. That's this movie what I'm to figure out. This movie doesn't have that. It doesn't have that clarity. That there is clarity nothing moment. this cool. In no, the movie. not at all. And that's what he's wearing a jacket. It's not. It's a oney. It's a one suit. It looks like he's wearing a coat. No, it's the same thing. Is it, a co- is it a oney? Like, yeah, if like you look a- close. But uh how smelly do you think that outfit was? Oh, it's just it's a garbage bag full of you sweat. Know, it's a garbage <laughs> bag full of Nick Cage smell. Oh yeah. Nick like Cage hair noir and but, beard. But, but uh leavings <laughs> and he was in Japan, so you know he probably had some you know clean shits of all of seafood, t- you know, oh, tuna shit. Oh yeah, oh man, he's eating like squid ice soup every day. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> Oh man, I love this place. I love going to Japan. And granted, I mean, I gotta give Cage credit because on the trivia page, this movie was supposed to be made X amount of time ago with a different cast, and then the director had a had a heart attack. And so oh, really? yeah, well, that's why. And it was going to be shot like in a different country. And so Nick Cage said, Well, no, he's in Japan. Let's go shoot it in Japan where he lives, so he doesn't have to travel, and we'll make this movie. In Japan, but they had to get the whole new cast because I think originally it, it was, was made in New York. It says it was made in New York. No, it was like the the last frame of the movie is oh filmed in New York tax like they filmed shot the whole thing in New York. That's a lie. That Isn't that happen. weird? That did not happen. Well, all, it says here that they shot in Japan. They're all like weird. So I don't know if the whole thing, but like I think the, all the exteriors are in. I don't know. I don't know either. I have no idea. Nothing just, looked like Japan. It just looks like no. they stuck hung up Japanese stuff. But I don't know. The cast sure feels like they went from the Japan. Well, because the, 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 the original cast had to be rehired because they couldn't make the trip. So I guess everybody, like Imogene Poots was supposed to be in it. She was the original Bernice. And somebody else was supposed to play Nick Cassavetes. I can't remember who. Hold on, I looked that up. It was, was it Nick Cass- Cassavetes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It he was, looks more like John Cassavetes in this than Nick. Yes, he does. Oh man, it's crazy. Uh, like, uh, so did, oh, uh, Nicholas Cage met his fifth wife during yeah. the shooting. He just got married to an Asian girl who was a waitress at a bar. Who was she in this movie, though? No, she, she, she no, she, no, she's not in the movie. She was a bar. She worked at a bar that he went to. Oh, he she did was the a waitress. He did the uh, Matt Damon thing. Okay. Yeah. Hey. So, oh, that's what Nick Nicholas Cage moved the movie from Mexico to Japan after Sion Sono ha- suffered a heart attack. Yeah. Think about um, this though. 
real quick before we move on to and you read the rest. Think about Nick Cage. Him marrying a waitress is fine because think of all the other women he's married. Uh, yes. Presley, Lu- yeah, Lisa Marie Presley. So he, sure, he's obsessed with Elvis yeah. in real oh, life. Absolutely, yeah, oh, so absolutely. That was must have been a dream come true that he could come up inside. Patricia yeah. Arquette, another yeah. another actress. He's married all the celebrities, so he's probably like, I just want a fucking waitress. I'm done. Like, well, I think his other, uh, he had like another wife that was a waitress, I think, on Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, in between, I think he had, yeah, he, he usually dates normal women. Can you not bring up Leaving Las Vegas during this review? You just start crying. So, Imogene Poots and Ed Skurin. So, Ed Skurin was supposed to be, I think, Nick Cassavetti's part. Is that your phone? Yeah, that was probably my phone. <laughs> it's like, but um, where that came from. Ed it's Skrin? in your head, I swear. Who, who's Ed Skrin? He's the guy that was the... I think it's the guy that... The bad guy from Deadpool. Let me double check that. The original Deadpool, you know, the guy that played the... The uh, British dude? Yeah, Ed Skrin, yeah. Ajax. He's the British guy. He was also in okay. um, Alita Battle Angel. I haven't seen it. Um I have Adam Lux set of Alita Battle Angel. I'll probably never watch it. He loved that movie. <laughs> I know. It's okay. It's, I, I started the watch. okay. I turn it on on cable. And I'm like, because I know Adam's obsessed with it. This is when yeah. Adam was still alive. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to talk about it with him. And I watched Couldn't like five it. minutes and I'm like, yeah. anything else? All right. Yeah. It's just not not for me. Ed Skirin was famous for basically being in a season of Game of Thrones he played um, Ed a major Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran was also in Game of Thrones. As he a was. Cameo. He was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Ed Sheeran, I guess that's his name. Uh, he was um, the original Khaleesi lover, and then he got he became a bigger star. He's like, well, "Fuck this show! I don't go do movies." And he left. And they had to recast that part. So good for him. He just didn't give a shit, and now he he dodged a bullet that was the ghosts. Of pris- the prisoners of Ghostland keeps looking out of shit. Yeah, he keeps just. Uh, He's like, this show's going to hell. I'm out. Bye. Yeah. Oh, uh, prisoners of the Ghostland. Yeah. Oh, he had a heart attack. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at her. <sighs> yeah. I want to cool. try to do another MCU movie. It's funny. I was just thinking of Imogene Poots anyway the other day because uh, I think I brought this movie up before, but. It's it's a good thing she's not in this because she did uh, a movie I really really liked that you probably think is okay and most people will probably think eh or don't like it is the art of self defense. I fucking love that movie. It was so Imogene much fun. Poots. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who Imogene Poots is. Imogene Poots, pointy face. Uh, she's a good actress. She's she works with Jesse Eisenberg a lot apparently because he's in that movie and they also did that. Um, Oh, she the one in Averum or whatever, Averum or Averum that went on are you, are Amazon. You, it sounds like you're describing like an Amway product that you sell. I was kind of the same idea. I think it was like a science fiction, like dystopian movie or something. She's in that sci-fi movie about Vivarium. That's, that's what, what you about. said. You said of yeah. That's what you I'm said. Averium or Vivarium or something. Yeah, we're talking about. I just remember what it was called. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah there you that's go. the movie I was talking about. With yeah, Amway. That, um, it really does sound like it, but they're stuck in like a suburban hell, or or I guess in this case, uh, not hell. Okay, yeah. I'm glad I'm I'm actually glad we talked about that because I was thinking about this movie. Here's what I thought was going to happen and what it meant. I thought because he starts having flashbacks, and it's all tying together, you know, with the bank robbery, and they keep showing that. I thought in the time stopping, and they're holding the clock hammer, you know, minutes back. Dick, are you ready for this? Here's what I thought was going to happen. And I would have respected this movie more. This was all in his head, this entire world. While he was dying slowly and... Oh, as, as, as the cops are shooting him from as the... As the cops, uh, first they shoot right. his ball, then they shoot his arm. Yeah. How he's getting hurt in the, in the the you know through the suit. But, and I thought that's how it was going to go. Because it, it was all leading to that in my mind. And I'm like, because why else is there a wacky fucking world now? Right. And it's just full of these batshit crazy characters. It felt like it was all in his head. And that would have been the only excuse for me for any of this to exist. 
kind of like uh, what's that Ewan McGregor movie where he's dead lifeless, on the side of the lifeless ordinary? No, no, no. There's one where he's on the side of the road and he's dying, and he's uh, like Attack of the Clones. <laughs> no, no, that's his life. Oh, um, uh, who the fuck else is in that? Oh my god! There's, but anyway, there's a movie where he's like dying and he's hearing these voices and like the paramedics are playing roles in his fantasy. Oh, oh, I, yeah, I think I, I awake it's okay. or stay, stay or something. Stay, stay. stay. yeah, stay, stay. And it was oh, a really that's, that's what it was about. It yeah. showed so generic. Not a bad Ooh. movie, but it was like, oh yeah, this is clearly leading to this at some point. And I thought this Look, is where this is going to go. You know, Ewan McGregor's in trouble when he's doing the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Oh yeah, because he's got he got a bad divorce and he is in trouble. We call financially that, uh, financially trouble. He's in Russell Crowsberg. That's what we yes. call that. Russell Crowsberg. That's when you see Russell Crowe showing up as fucking Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah, exactly. Or no, he was uh, Doctor Hyde. He was Mr. Yeah, Doctor Hyde. Even yeah, worse, Mr. Jekyll, Doctor Hyde, Mr. Jekyll. Yeah. Do you know? I have so many thoughts at once right now. Okay, let me let me write this down and then we'll finish talking about what I was saying. Uh, um, okay, so I thought it was going to be all in his head, and this is like a Dante's Inferno, and each level was like a here's my here's my Inferno, here's my Purgatory, here's my Paradise. I thought he was going through the layers of hell because each time he went to a different town, it looked very different, and I thought they were doing something about that. Turns out, no, it was all taken at face value. It was real, which I find far less interesting. Yeah. Because there's those angels, and you know, they're dancing around in the white. And then there's the bats yeah. of hell, and there's like those guys, you know, the rat people. And it just seemed like it was perfect setup for that. Like a weird allegory of the divine comedy or something like that. Right, right. And just none of it played out. And I was like, oh, so it was just all what happened. And that is so uninteresting to me. But I do want to say... Speaking of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, you know who's playing Dracula? He's not? No. Oh. So, they're continuing doing the... Let me pull it up. No, they, they can't. It was, it was a failure. It was all a miserable failure. But they are doing a Reinfeld movie. Oh, that yeah, I heard about that. I heard, yeah. It, it's um, Nicholas Holt, isn't it? Oh, there's a couple of Nicholases in this, my friend. That's right, Nick Cage. That's right. <laughs> You're right. Nick Cage, Nick Holt. Nicholas Cage as Dracula. That's and right. Ryan and Aquafina as Rebecca Quincy. Huh? Ben Schwartz. I haven't seen Ben Schwartz in a while. Aquafina. Aquafina's in it? I like Aquafina. Oh, my God. I got to stop Dracula. <laughs> she sounds like she just... Or she sounds like she sucked the voice out of Nick Nolte a little bit. Yeah, pretty much. I saw it. It's all... <laughs> I like Aquafina, but Aquafina's fun. I, I, I mean, I, she was the best part of uh, Chun Chi or whatever. Oh yeah, was. the legend of the ten. The legend of rings. the Ben Kingsley. The legend, was, yeah. I, was, I thought that was the best part too, especially at the end when he's on the ground, <laughs> acting like he was a part of it the whole time. Yeah, that movie was okay. Yeah, no. everyone was like, "It's it the fine. best Marvel." I'm like, "It's fine. It's fine." Yeah, Eternals, I like, yeah. Eternals did nothing for me. I have, still haven't watched it. I have no interest. I just don't care. I really just don't care. I know. I mean, I know what happens. I've seen all the all like the clips and stuff. I was like, I don't care. It was the Power Rangers joining the MCU. I described it as that, and it feels like you watched a summary of season one of a CW superhero show. Yeah. And you're like, wait, who? Oh, no, no, that was just a movie. You don't get any more. But you never know. This also feels like that a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it look like we watched a season of a show and fast forward. Hmm. Pretty this much. Stuff, this movie is very lofty with its goals and could not follow up on any of it. Well, I don't even know if they tried, you know? It's just like. I, I... I get what they're like. Okay, yes, be a goofy, artsy, ooh, artsy, fun. Oh, it's a crazy Nick Cage movie, but it's like it's so bland and boring. And I mean, it's like try if you're going to go full Magilla, go full Magilla. I feel like they're yes. kind of holding back in For some no scenes. This is like, well, if you guys are going to go fucking full, like that one scene where the girl takes your top off and you see titty. 
like briefly. Why? It's just like well, if you're gonna do that, just have everybody get naked. Like just show nudity. Go, go all Caligula. Yeah, just, just go fucking because uh, it doesn't matter. The movie sucks. Like there's not there's nothing. They just go for broke. If you're gonna go all the way, go all the way. And if you're gonna half-ass it, it's not gonna make any sense. Like just be just, like be so stupid and crazy. Give Nick Cassavetes a five foot dick. Just hanging out of his pants. It just drags in the dirt. It drags in the dirt. Just something like insane. And his followers like, literally follow his dick track. <laughs> exactly. Because they're all on fours anyway. That one scene where they're all crawling what the all fuck fours. Was that? Like that was actually the best shot in the movie because that was like weird. Then I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. And then just done. It's like it cuts to him going knocked off, you know? And it's just like, what? Oh, there's this comedic scene. Oh, God. All right, let's rewind a bit here. I think I might have to pause this a few times because it's hard to get the timing right, but here we go. The great ball scene. Here it is. And that's obviously not Nick Cage because he's in a helmet. Punch him in the balls. Kick him in the balls. Ring-a-ding-ding. -ding. You get a literal ring. No. And then the comedy starts. <laughs> Hi, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the, this is the best part of the movie. It is, because I laughed. I felt yeah, I had an emotion. Because yeah. when, when his ball gets blown off, he doesn't do that. When the yeah. ball blows off, it's like, like what the what is that? Oh. Like he, he goes and like then, owie, owie, owie. It's like it's like oh yeah. man. It reminded me of of the scene in a Hot Shots Part Two in the beginning when he's fighting and he's like Whoa! Right. And yeah exactly he's yeah, yeah. His balls. You win. <laughs> and he falls down. You win. Oh wow. <laughs> All right, and then Bill Mosley runs through a uh, Orinishi's backyard and from Kill Bill. Look at this. Yeah, I know, right? Look at this again. Yeah, it, it's like. <laughs> If you're gonna go full on, and then they go, "Fuck you, governor!" to take all this money. You don't fuck have you. any money. Fuck you, little dick. Oh, it's like what the fuck? What now? What's going on? And then on? he like the, his other girl who has mental problems because at one point she pulls out a robot toy and she's like, "You find her," yeah. and she's like, oh, and he's like, "Get in the fucking car, shut up." He chases her down. And he's like begging her, like, "I love you. Come on, come on, yeah. granddaughter." And she's like crawling through an alleyway. And I'm like, there are so many, so many mixed things happening right now and none of it adds up yeah and it reminds me with bill mosley in it it reminds me of a rob zombie movie where like the tones yeah, a are a all little bit the yeah not matching up only but again the is he's the best part of the rob zombie movies bill mosley but, but rob zombie goes full mcgilla he does. like he'll put in the nudity he'll put in the, the graphic violence and the awful dialogue that's all just terrible every time the dialogue is awful it's just he can't write dialogue for shit. It's just I like Rob Zombie's visuals. Yeah, I just don't think he should write his scripts. Someone no. else should write his dialogue. Just if if Rob Zombie would direct the movie that he doesn't write, I think it'd be great. We're like Rob, you're a fascinating man and you're funny. Why yeah. can't you write? <laughs> yeah, just don't so write weird. anymore. Just don't, just ignore the writing. Just you know what? You have fun with your wife. Go look at her ass another ten times. And we, take pictures we don't of need to see it anymore. We're done with it. It's fine. It it wasn't fine to begin with, but it happened. So let's just move on. Though. I know you're proud of her. It's very sweet of you. It's very loving. Yeah. You're a wonderful couple. You know, it's very sweet. But enough of her ass. Yeah, and let's she's move getting on. to that point where she's fifty, and no more make Foster full frontal nudity. Please. What movie was that? Uh, Lords of Salem. But I think she okay. was wearing. A, I didn't see she, it. I think she was wearing a suit. But still, I was the one. It was like that, ooh. when we did our review of They Live. I was the one going. Meg Foster does nothing for me. Uh, she used to be so hot. I, I don't get it. I don't. I'm she sorry. Was, don't, she was pretty. I, if you say so, I don't see it. I, I want to. She has striking eyes. You can't you can't ignore that. But other than that, I just well, yeah, you fuck her eyes. <laughs> that's the whole point of Meg Foster. Was, the problem she's is like, fucking eyes. It's done. She, she's like Elijah Wood. You fuck the eyes, and that's all you do. You move on. Okay. That's pretty I much how, problem. How I see that. Yeah. You got pretty eyes, and that's about it. Yeah, there you, you go. Can't even see because it the green screen. 
Bruce, yeah. yeah. I don't see any pupils. It's just darkness. <laughs> ah! What I'm trying to figure out what it looks like. You the prisoner of the ghost land. <laughs> oh, show his balls. Show your right, we're balls. Done. We're done with this movie. You're it's, done. Yeah, it's, I'm done. It's terrible. I'll let you see the ball blowing out sequence. Yeah, that's the, you gotta show that because the that's the that's the movie. That's the movie. Is, is I the think ball it's right here? It's in like the first ten minutes. No, it's 15, not. First fifteen minutes. It's the forty minute mark. Oh Christ! Is it really? Here we go. Yeah. Oh man. That is this movie. I'll play the rest in a second. I just want to pause because at one point in this movie, I go, I get why Nick Cage is in this movie. Why is Sophia Batello in this movie? Because she was available. Why? And wanted a free trip to Japan. She's at a point in her career where she's ascending. She she was in The Mummy and didn't suffer for it. That's incredible. Yeah. But she's still like getting better and better stuff. And then she takes this role. I don't understand. Well, hey, she got to pay for her, her uh, SAG uh, voucher. And Eddie's holding his testicle. Oh, they show it. He caught it. It doesn't even look like a ball. That is a massive testicle. It's a big ball. <laughs> that... That's a giant ball. It looks like an eyeball. It looks like an eyeball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how big my balls would be. Let me feel. I don't know how big they would be if I held one up on camera. I know I have calcium buildup on my ball. From all your MMA days or what? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. All my fighting days are all, all right, Let's stop there. showing the testicle. All right. Um, oh, copyright infringement on testicles. No, it's just it's still up on the screen. I got to. <laughs> All right, there it goes. All right, we're done. It. I gave it, it. Okay, rating it is really hard. Yeah. Because as much as I said I hate it, and it was really just a large section of it where I'm like, the beginning drove me crazy. And then at a certain point, I go, oh, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. And I started to enjoy it more. I stopped worrying about plot. And I felt it, my, my inhibitions go away. And I'm like, yeah. Take advantage of me, movie. I don't care. Just do what you got to do. Do what you Just, want with me. I'll recover from this. I know right. I, will. I have the mental fortitude to, to figure my life out after this. So this is uh, this is you being molested by an uncle, not a priest. Yeah. So it works out. The first review on IMDb is a five, and it says, really should have been more fun than it is. I would agree. And they gave it a five. I gave it a four. Although... With more time, I might go to three. I'm telling you, you're never going to watch this movie again. You shouldn't. Probably will, if I'm being totally honest. Man. And I'm going to hate it just as much. Yeah. <laughs> but at least I know where it's going, which is nowhere. Oh, man. That's the last tough. 10 minutes I hated because it felt like, a, oh, we got to wrap up. Just wrap all the storylines up. We're, we're done. <laughs> Bye. And it, uh, what there, And how many times you passed out and nobody anything about it he passed out for three days yeah worth of and, he, and he was saved he was saved by the the, the rat people yeah i said your life or whatever he passes out so many times yeah it's there's one point where he his gut ball gets blown up he wakes up he gets attacked his arm blows up and then suddenly they cut back and it's him waking up and sophia Battelle is asleep too i'm like what the fuck happened yeah it's annoying i didn't even know they passed out then no. And whatever happened to the other girl? Remember she runs away with two girls and we never see the other one? Oh, I guess I got away. I guess? And then the other one gets shit. turned into a mannequin? There might be two other Nick Cage guys out there with suits. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I hope them. so. See, now that would be a movie. That would be more interesting. If one of them was like Robert De Niro. Right, yeah, in his in his <laughs> like, bad coke coke divorce days. He's got a <laughs> he got paid for his coke habit and his divorces, so he's in this movie. We got to get all the divorce divorce people in here. Russell Crowe's going to do it. Russell Crowe, Hugh McGregor. <laughs> Russell Crowe did his in style. He had a divorce auction. That yeah, was amazing. And he, and he did Unhinged, <laughs> which is hilarious. I watched part of that. And I was unhinged like, oh. is just a funny movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. I wish you would have killed the brother, though. 
there's a he kills the girlfriend, but he doesn't kill the brother. He lights him on fire, but he doesn't finish it off. I and feel like you and I have very similar views on Russell Crowe. Yes. And most people are like, it's, it's Russell Crowe. But I'm like, the man is amusing as hell. No, he's funny. And I I don't I haven't I haven't watched a lot of Russell Crowe movies, honestly. He's good. He's yeah. a good actor. He's, he's really, a really good. good actor. He's very good. Everything he's in, he's enjoyable. But even the worst, like the shit movies, like my like my good year, a terrible yeah. movie about rich people. It's Ridley Scott's jerk off. Is that off the piece. last movie he did with Ridley Scott? I don't think so. And that was another, oh, 12 years ago. Body of Lies was another one that they did together. Yeah. That was, I think that was after my good year. Ridley Scott, I don't I don't give a shit. Ridley Scott, I don't care. He just I guess this last duel's supposed to be good. It's on HBO Max. I walked in the house the other day and um, my, my stepmom or not stepmom, my mother in law was watching it. And I'm like, oh no, nah, I'm good. You didn't watch it. No. Well, what's funny is people put on their top ten list, and then I read another critic that said this is the movie that reminds us that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon can never write a movie ever again because they wrote the script, I guess. Yeah, I don't know and why. They, and so I don't know. It, it got good reviews, but then other people say it's so bad. So I don't know who to believe. And it's I, too I, long, and I'm probably getting it confused with the last duel. What's it called? The last duel. I think it's called the last duel. And then the wall. That was the Chinese movie with Matt Damon. Where That's he was probably slumming. they were watching the last duel, but I get them confused in my head. Where I'm like, oh. white appropriation, right? Cultural. Okay, got and it. The man, and the Mandalorian's in the wall too. <laughs> Pedro Pascal, he's oh. in the wall as well. So they have some kind of whatever he is in it. <laughs> I don't know what oh. he is. I think he's Puerto Rican or something. I don't know. He's some kind of middle Middle America call it, or uh, continent. Land dweller. I don't know. What I gave is. it a four. What do you give it? I gave it a four. Fair I enough. think I agree. The, it the... was visually interesting enough to keep it at a four. Yeah. And that's, and honestly, story wise, one. Nick Cage. Okay. I, I do got to show those before we get out of here. Here's my rankings. Yeah. So I wanted to see your rankings on this one. I'm still wow. You put it above pay the ghost and well, left behind. Well, I guess if that makes sense, uh, Conair still <laughs> my least favorite Nick Cage. Your least favorite Cage is Conair. Wow, you put it below. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, and like number Zandalay, Zandalay for what side on the quality of Cage? Okay, okay. So I put it low because he doesn't have anything to do in this, but he was so boring and pay the ghost and a score to settle and left behind. But at least he had some some sort of character and something to do in Bangkok oh, Dangerous. And I, I would put Season of the Witch above this one in quality of movie. No. <laughs> no. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's the same amount of bullshit story with none of the visual flair to it. At least this had something to look at. Well, I see that. Okay, yeah. I mean, you're so you're out of wrong. forty. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, just just the audio on the left, I have my quality of the movie. It's at number thirty-two. On my right, quality of cage is number thirty-six. The movie is better than he is, and the movie is not that good. I think that's agreeable. Let's get out of here. Next episode, kiss of death. B A D. Oh God! This is episode forty. We shall be back for episode 41. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dig, dig it. So long, citizen. So long, Cage. Here's our long outro. Citizens of Wonderland, rejoice in the fact that we have covered another movie on the show. Go to liwstudios.com for more videos and podcasts. Subscribe to Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Search on Amazon for books by Richard Pierce. Until next time, and in the meantime, we are Phoenix West, Dick Dickett and Jansen Carlin. So long citizens. All hail our glorious leader. Shut off the fucking show now.
No Jansen. Yeah, I was gonna say no Jansen. The end is like, nobody's coming to save you. No prisoners, no ghosts. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I made these. I assume they're both in them. Turns out they weren't. <laughs> no. Oh, or well, were? Ten technically, the, the ghosts were psycho. There you go. I think I think it's not out of the question to say that Ghostland was was appropriate title. But, um, yeah. I'll never have to bring that movie up ever again. Can't wait. Can't wait to never bring that movie up again. I am done. I am forever, ever gone. It's forever over. Let's get rid of all the... I'm, I'm deleting the files for that movie off here right now. <laughs> I want to be... Goodbye background. Fuck you, motherfucker! What was it? You should probably keep that, that uh, bit, though. When that guy goes, fuck you, cocksucker, or whatever it was. <laughs>